Oh, hello. Well, greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted DM, Brian, welcoming you back once again to our Sinister Secret of Salt Marsh sessions. But before I suggest that everyone warm up their dice and top off their glass, I got a few announcements to make. Yeah, you caught me in the middle of drinking an ice cold one. But you're going to have to wait. I got some good news. May 19th. The fellow hard slingers and myself will be returning to the rage room. Once again, we will be gathered round that table of judgment. Why? Well, I'm glad you asked. Because our carrying crown run through book two, Trial of the Beast, will begin. Now, I have some bad news for you, or rather just different news. I will not be videoing those sessions, but we will still be videoing the Sinister Secret of Salt Marsh until we come to the conclusion of that one. Why? Because I'm just not much of a video editor. Um, now, moving on to something else. I want to give a shout out to Jay Roman, who is a fellow hard slinger, a good friend of the show. Dates back before we even had a podcast when we used to game at the old comic shop. He's been uh, really promoting this show, and I just want to give a shout out to Jay and say thanks for everything you do, brother. Here's a drink for you. Also, I hope that this quarantine crisis finds everyone doing well. I know things are really looking dour right now, but believe me, I believe that the light at the end of the tunnel can finally be seen. Remember everybody, stay strong, tighten up the trench, tighten up that chin strap and loosen up the sword. Let's prepare to do battle. We will prevail. Now, as always, I want to tell everyone how they could get in touch with the show. Head on over to RollHard20Podcast.com, and you can see the website. We've got all kinds of pictures up for both writer, or for both for writers on the Storm campaign, for our Carrying Crown run through, and for the Sinister Secret of Salt Marsh. So head on over there and check it out. If you have any questions, feel free to write into the show at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also one final thing, we do have a Patreon page out there at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, you can join the fellow hard slingers. So don't be shy, head on over there. We got some really cool uh, incentives along those different tiers. So be sure to check those out. And I'm not talking about tiers like, no, no, tiers like levels. Well, I think that about covers everything, so prepared for Sinister Secret of Salt Marsh Session 6. Now, warm up your dice and top off your glass as we bring it to you now. Actually, let me silence my cell phone. I don't want to pull a brand. Yeah. Or a junior. Either or. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, fellow right, slingers. I'm ready. I'm ready. I silenced my phone. You better shut up, man. I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, I, well, you know, let's just talk for a little bit more. I don't see what the problem is. I got it. Junior's going to get upset. He's already, <laughs> already late. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted hard slinger, Brian. And sitting beside me because he doesn't know his calendar is fellow hard slinger, Nick. 
I have the fellow hard slinger junior who is our technical expert and our untrustworthy inadequate DM who can't even operate Skype. <laughs> All right. I have him disconnected from the call. <laughs> Mute hard slinger one and two. <laughs> All right. All right, let's just let's jump into it, man. Let's let's, kill, let's uh, not kill any more time. So let's go in straight to the recap. So our three adventurers finally crossed paths with Sam Belay. Sam Belay was pretty eager to make a deal with the adventurers, but uh, in addition to crossing paths, they seem to be much more concerned with crossing swords and uh, attack Sam Belay and his fellow bandits. After a close contest, the adventurers succumb to Sambalay and his spells, uh, making a deal with Sambalay. Alanon had agreed to help Sambalay in a good old-fashioned double-cross against the smuggler ship that was coming in the following night. So after a long rest, the adventurers are now ready to board the ship, and at nightfall, uh, a ship has come uh, not too close, but a, a little bit off from the the coast in which they are resting, and has sent out a signal. Uh, and the Morse code for this would be dash dot dot dot. That brings us into where we are now. So, how does how does everyone react to this? Is are you guys looking to someone else for guidance? Uh, yeah, decoding the uh, Morse code, Alanon actually knows what it is, or thinks he knows what it is, and it's weird that he just gave just a letter. Fair enough. Uh, do you relay that information to anyone? What do you do with that knowledge? I'll tell uh, everyone else there, just in secret, keeping it from uh, Sambalay. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be like, uh, I don't know what the secret code was, but he just told him B. <laughs> B, like everybody be cool or just be mellow? Just B. <laughs> I don't know if it's code for something. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. Crystal, who you're asking, are you the only one that looked that up? <laughs> no. I, looked, I looked it up too, but I just I just saw a letter. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> In my defense, I was pretty tore up when we left last week. He didn't. He was thought it was like dash, dash, yeah, dot, yeah. dot. <laughs> I do still have the dashes though, right there. <laughs> uh, well, you got it right, man. There you go. Okay, so you are all muttering against uh, amongst yourselves. Sam Belay, uh instead makes a beeline to the small, like jolly boat in front of you guys, and digs through it and pulls out a bullseye lantern and a parchment. And then he quickly looks at the parchment, uh, starts filling with the bullseye lantern. Um, he initially turns it on, it's like pointing at him. He has to turn it off, point, uh, turn it around the other way. Uh, and then uh, he lets, uh, he then sends a signal over to the boat and it is dot, dash, dot, dash. And then after a brief pause, the boat returns the signal dash, 
dash dash. Uh, at that point, Sambalay uh, motions to the three of you and says, well, it, it looks like they're ready. The, let's get on the boat and make our way to uh, to the to the sea ghost. Now, is, what's the weather like on the water? Oh, man, I'm so glad you fucking asked. I have I have this weather dice, so I'm going to go ahead and roll oh, it right now. Good. It is raining today. Raining? Is the, is the water really choppy, or is it still just coming down on it? It's just coming down on it. Okay. So that's just us three and Sambalay, right? On this little three, boat? Three, Sambalay, uh, the boat, and then... So not, a, not another person, but there is one crate that you know is of the, the smuggled goods on the jelly boat. That's it. Okay. And... That's that's not the baby dragon parts, right? It's in that box, that crate. That's what's in there. Yeah. Okay. So th- th- there's a number of boxes of, of that, and these he's only taking one with you on the. Okay, on the- got it, got it. Yeah, makes sense. Sorry, right, I guess- we're gonna say something. Who? You. Me. Brian. Oh, I was just say I'm, I'm gonna get on an oar and start digging into the water. Okay, so we got one oar. Who's taking the other one? I'm on. I'll take the other one. I I think. Uh, you guys share. I, you know, no one's opposed to you guys. I mean, <laughs> this is great. I'll let the old man, you know, recuperate his uh, health. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank so, you. <laughs> two of you are taking the oars. The two spellcasters, it seems, uh, are just relaxing at this point um, on the jolly boat in the rain. Um, so while you are making your way there, it's doesn't seem like it's going to be a very quick journey. You're not making a lot of headway in this in this jolly boat all that quickly. Um, you think it's probably going to take you like 15, 20 minutes to get from the coast to to this other ship. Um, so during that time, Sambalay, um, after a few moments of silence, decides to break the silence, and he asks, how, how much do the three of you know about your proprietor, about Galen? I'm going to be, I'm going to remain tight-lipped about this myself, Mm -hmm. as far as what I personally know. And I just want to tell him that what all we did was just receive some information from the barkeep about receiving the job. And that's, that's all that we really know. I've never met the man yet. (laughs) I I hear that's a fairly common story. is there anything that you have? Um, I'm I'm concerned that you know, of course, that Kellen has convinced the smugglers to turn against me. I was wondering if you had any information under him that I could use to kind of confirm that assumption when we're on the ship. If there's anything I could find or recognize of, of that nature. What is it you're looking for? How we contacted him, or, or what is it you're looking for? Uh, if, if you had any leads as to how I would know that um, he's somehow influenced members of the ship or influenced anyone else. Be on the lookout for if anybody holds a left hand to the left eye with two fingers. Just be on the lookout for that. It seems to be the signal. Okay. I, I, I will be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah. I've I asked all of you to do the same. 
I've never met this man Galen before. Have you? Mm, no, certainly not. I've only... We're more like pen pals. Do you know what he looks like? No, I've never seen him. I've never heard what he looks like. Well, if you hear that he's on board, I would appreciate it if you would let me know immediately. I have a personal score to settle with this man. <laughs> that would be no problem. I I intend to rally as many people as I can <laughs> if I were to find him on this. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, we got to get in sync. You got to get in sync for like P90X workout. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you after 20 minutes, you guys, you guys find your way to, to this boat. Now that you're close to it, you see that it's maybe you assume like 90 feet uh, long. Um, there's another jelly boat that's tied up to um, kind of the um, the front of the ship, uh, and there looks to be uh, a, a ladder off to the side. Uh, and you guys are sorry, just to let you know, you guys are on uh, the port side. Now, do we see anybody lining the rails waiting for us, or what's there the is, For what's people the waiting for you, there's one person. So as you were coming closer, you saw the where the light was coming from, which was the, uh, uh, what is it called, the, 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 the crow's, crow's nest. nest. So uh, in the crow's nest, there was someone that was signaling with a lantern. About halfway to your journey to the boat, you saw someone leave from the crow's nest and come down, and you assume that's the person that's right now standing next to the ladder waiting for you. Okay. Attack! <laughs> <laughs> so right now he's just uh, standing there waiting for you. The ladder is um, down. He's got a lantern um, out there. He's not really saying anything or, or anything, but it looks like he's waiting for you. I take one of the ropes and lash the mooring to the side of the of the vessel itself and try to hold it steady so everybody else can get up the side of the boat. All right, perfect. Um, and then do you have a particular order that you guys are going up in? Uh, Alan on, I would, Alan on go on okay. board. And the, just so you know, uh, is anyone trying to convince Sam Belay, or actually just so I know, is anyone, is anyone trying to convince Sam Belay to go first? Otherwise he's going to go last. I'll have to go last because okay. I'm holding the boat with the with the lash. Okay, got it. Um, so Alanon's first. Um, Dorian, are you gonna try and get Sambley to go before you? Or you just you don't care. You're just gonna go. Um, I'll go second. Okay. All right. So we got uh, Alanon comes up, Dorian, and then Sambley, and then finally Ellis comes up. So uh, you guys make your way up the uh, ladder uh, while um, Ellis is keeping the boat more or less with the uh, the rope. Um, before you go, do you, like, I assume you tie off the boat in some manner to... Yeah, I was just holding it steady against the side of the hull to keep it from banging around, but I am keeping it lashed as tight as I can to it so that it won't float away. Okay, so as soon as the four of you get up, the, um, the crew member that is at the ladder, he will beckon for two more people to come, uh, they have ropes, and it looks like they are going down to um, bring up the jolly boat that you have. So they're going to take the ropes and bring it underneath the boat so that they can, again, um, use, you know, 
use levers and stuff to bring it up, kind of raise it up like the other jolly boat that's uh, attached to the side. Um, and so as as you uh, for standing there, uh, again, the the crew member with the lantern is going to slowly take the lantern. He's going to raise it to everyone's faces. Um, and he's going to say, welcome back, Sambale. Who who are these three? I haven't seen these three amongst your ranks. What happened to Luke, Owen, Michael? And um, Sambale is just going to, he's going to whisper something into um, into the crew member's ear. Uh, and then he will lock eyes with someone on the upper deck. Um, it's going to be hard to see for you three exactly what he looks like, but he's also dressed in robes and he has a staff. Um, Samboulet is looking at him or the, the deckhand? Okay. Uh, and he will step back uh, and then he again will look at the three of you raise the, the lantern to the three of you um, and say well, welcome to the sea ghost and then he will leave and return to the, uh, make his way back to the crow's nest. So to give you a quick description of the crow's nest it's uh, obviously a large post um, the sides of it are effectively all walled, it's uh, like three foot high walls and the path into it is a four by four uh, not sorry, two by two square hatch in which a ladder comes out. All right, and now it's been a while since I got to give a cool blurb, uh, so I'm going to give you a, the, the blurb for the main deck. All right, though the light is dim at best, you can see details of the ship's main deck in the center uh, forward of the mast. A jolly boat is lashed to the deck with ropes. Aft of the mast is a hatch uh, to the Below decks area and a rope ladder climbing to the close, uh, crow's nest above. Two human figures lean against the rail mid deck, um, staring towards the coast. Uh, between them at deck level is a roll of canvas. And uh, to fore and aft, below the upper decks, the uh, <clears throat> stand vague outlines of doors. You can also see ladders that lead to the upper decks, the aft uh, one on the port side, and forward one on the starboard. Okay. Um, so, so the yeah. other rope figure is at the aft end of this ship, right? Is that where he's at? Where Samboulet made eye contact? He's back to the back of the boat on the yes. upper deck? Okay. He's at the aft. So, uh, and to give you a little bit more about what's going on here, uh, you know, there's two sets of doors on either side, uh, and then there are stairs leading up to uh, the upper decks on either side. Um, the doors towards the um, towards the bow are, look to be a little bit fancier, a little bit nicer than the um, than the other two doors. So, so we could probably uh, surmise that the cruise lives in the back and the captain lives at the bow. <laughs> I, I don't know why you'd say that, but yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but um, so when when you guys are left to your own devices, Sam Belay will come to the three of you. Um, 
he'll say, uh, I've, I've gotten the three of you, uh, not not necessarily a free pass through the boat, but uh, more or less you can wander around in, in the main deck. Um, just be careful of whose quarters you're entering. Try to find some information that this is in some way linked to uh, Gellin. In the meantime, I will distract the captain and his uh, wizard. And then with that, he's going to leave for the aft of the ship. Can I, ask him, can I ask him something yeah. before he leaves? Mm-hmm. I want to know, do you know that other wizard? Uh, we have we've worked together in the past. Um, and the captain, actually, I've heard of before. I, I, I don't necessarily know his name, but I know he's referred to as Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. He's so the he reason was... I'm concerned well, that there may have been uh, influenced by Gellin. Uh, there was a change of captains, and I heard that Snake Eyes, as he is called, was going to handle the shipments going forward. Was he part of the G.I. Joe crew, do you know? <laughs> uh, perhaps, maybe, uh, rather, there's so many families around here. And then he leaves. <laughs> wait, 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 before he uh, take off. Uh, and then he turns around again. What is it this time? Sambo. I call you Sambo, right? Uh, we are not friends. You may call me Sambolet. Sambolet. <laughs> How quickly you agreed. <laughs> right? You, show, you showed him. <laughs> Apparently he doesn't really likes to be formally, you know, addressed. <laughs> Don't call him See? Chuck. Call him Charles. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have a safe word that, you know, we know that you're in distress, like pineapple or get him now. That way we know to shit's going south and... <laughs> Uh, I, was not now, any, <laughs> I was not planning on any foreplay, but um, um, he'll like produce like half of a set of speaking stones, um, and he'll hand it to you, Eleanor. If, if you find any evidence of Gellin, uh, Gellin's influence on the ship, let me know. I will seek you out. Uh, I, I'll try to do likewise. All right, got it, Sambo. <laughs> Now go get laid. <laughs> Sammy! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sambalay turns to leave, pauses, looks to see if you guys have anything else to say, and then heads off. Okay. Tori doesn't have anything? <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, no, now I'm worried. Okay. I, I actually do have a question for you. Oh, shit. Where's the rest? Right, <laughs> um, I'm gonna ask him. Like, do you know what's behind the fancy doors at the the ballast ship? You know who's in there? So the captain. Yes, one's the captain, one's the uh, wizard's quarters. Can't necessarily say which is which. I haven't been on this ship too often. Okay. Well, we should probably check out the the aft. Sweets. Yeah, sweets. The app has the two less descript doors. Um, oh, and sorry, just to give uh, a correction here. 
in addition to those two doors, uh, there is a set of stairs going down. Where? Um, between, in, the... between the two doors. Okay. Well, we'd be foolish to split ourselves up, but I say we start from the bottom and work our way up top. Okay. Um, Alanon, give me a religion check. <laughs> Come on, Paladin. All right. That is a 16. 16? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, when the three of you make your way towards um, the door, uh, sorry, the aft of the boat um, and the doors and the staircase, uh, you you can't help but reminisce about the fact that you were kind of waiting for your god to point you towards your quest. You've been taking jobs, um, you know, this whole time and you still haven't really gotten the signal. But, uh, you know, no one's nodded to you. Uh, so <laughs> the when you, when you get onto this boat, you first had this, uh, this kind of strange feeling. But now that you have made your way to this side of the ship, you feel like, something you were meant to be here something on this boat your god wants you to find oh right you're being gently pulled yeah (laughs) god like to slightly tug off (laughs) being slightly tugged (laughs) i'll just uh kind of this is a tug boat at this point yeah. yeah i just kind of get the better feeling like all right we're on to something here just good feeling as we're we're heading down the stairs okay yeah so you you guys are definitely heading down the stairs i don't know if you i didn't notice if you guys agreed or not hey uh Peter, do you see brian's camera moving i don't i see you no. moving and it i froze, see brian's he, he froze in a funny funny yeah, little... did. They, well they seem very happy you know like, <laughs> that's, that's good so here's the problem with Nick being there, we've lost half our players because Brian froze. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh man, <laughs> I think we lost him. Hold on. I think we lost him, man. I'm worried now. All right, Alan on is going to carry on the mission by himself. Yeah, okay. You're, you're going by yourself at this point. <laughs> I, I wanted to read the blurb while they're paused, but then I realized they need to kind of see what's going on in the blurb too. Yeah, let me send them a message real quick and see if they could pick that up. Oh, there they are. There, you guys are back. Did you guys hear everything? What? Did you hear everything? Now they're fucking frozen. Now you're frozen, Koosh. What the fuck, man? He's moving. I see him. I can hear him oh, now. Oh, God. <clears throat> you know why? Because you got on 40 minutes late, Koosh. <laughs> Forty minutes late. We're we're uh, how many? We're like forty nine minutes into the recording. <laughs> well, we started without you. <laughs> we recorded all your blunders. <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> we're feeling good. We feel like we're like hey. we're, gonna, we're gonna go. We're gonna keep going without any crashes. We're gonna head Just down. So you know Most of the time, I could. We can still hear you if we crash. Like, if, oh. if we freeze, I can still hear you. You don't have to okay. stop. Okay, I wasn't hearing you guys, so that's also problematic, though. I don't know. Did you hear them at all or no? 
I couldn't hear them. Alright, shit. Do we want to put pause in to, like, snip some of this out? No, keep going. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear Yeah, just keep reading. Alright, man. So, you guys go down the stairs, um, you go down, and then it says, you turn left, and then you come, uh, and you turn again to go down and make your way to the cargo hold. So, Another brief description, uh, the cargo hold, uh, the lantern light reveals uh, an orderly cargo hold. Uh, through the center runs the base of the main mast. Beside it, uh, narrow wooden stairs uh, lead up to the hatch above. Against the aft uh, bulkhead are stacked bolts of cloth, uh, lashed by ropes to uh, buckets uh, bolted to the deck so that they are secure. On each side are stacked a large number of small casks, also uh, secured by rope to the deck. And uh, it's not mentioned in here, but uh, behind you, you see uh, two more sets of doors. And then in front of you, you see one door. Uh, so that basically on the, on, the, on the bow side of the wall, or on the, on the wall on the bow side, there is one door. And on the outside, there are two more doors. And we're at the aft right now, right? Yep. Can I see what's in the casks? Yeah, go ahead. Um, when you open, hey, you don't even need to do an investigation. When you dig through the casks, you see that there are bolts of silk. There's uh, brandy and wine, um, and then some mining tools. It doesn't seem like there's anything too conspicuous in, in these. Are the uh, crates similar to the ones we found earlier in the uh, tunnels? Uh, I, there are no crates. It's basically all barrels here. Oh, all barrels. barrels? Like, tied down. All right. Uh, I want to check what's in the barrels. Uh, it's exactly what I told Brian. Oh, okay. So they all look the same? Yep. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> These damn barrels. These damn barrels. They're very different on the inside, but on the outside, they mostly look like barrels. Are there any holes in the side of the barrel? <laughs> Every single barrel has at least one hole. Are there any that have more than one hole? <laughs> Every once in a while, there's two. They're uncomfortably close to each other. <laughs> once in the bottom of the barrel. Once in the... All right, well, let's check the door on the... Uh... Well, that would be our right, which would be on the port side. Yeah. That's the one door, right? Yeah, because as we're looking towards the aft, the port is now on our right side. So I want to check that door right there. What a sailor you are. Oh, gotcha. Uh, right, steaming. <laughs> Get in that barrel for me, will you? <laughs> uh -huh. All right. So this door is unlocked. Um... You open the door and you are greeted by uh, a cabin that looks to uh, belong to someone uh, that is of slightly more importance than a regular crew member. Uh, when you open it, in the center of the cabin sits a plain wood table on which stand a, a pewter flagon and a pewter uh, mug. Uh, beside the table is a wooden chair and hanging over the table is an unlint hooded lantern. Also hanging from the ceiling uh, at the aft end of the cabin is a large cage that holds a parrot, uh, apparently asleep. Uh, next to the hole, um, 
hangs an unoccupied hammock. Uh, beneath it is a brass-bound wooden sea chest. And this room is um, more or less 15 by 15 um, in regards to dimensions. Do we want to keep yes. a lookout? But I'm curious what might be in that case down there. Uh, my curious, curiosity has been sparked as well. Uh, but since we are guests on this boat, maybe we should have someone interfere with maybe an unwelcomed or undesired guest that happens to walk by. Very well. Yeah, Doran, Doran will keep watching. <laughs> yeah. I'll, be, I'll be the lookout. Oh. I wouldn't want to do anything unethical here. <laughs> I'll make sure the paladin forgives me when I'm done. Uh, okay, so Doran is just standing at the door at this point. Um, I am concerned about that parrot, though. Do you guys step in or no? Are you guys still outside? Not yet. We just decided to keep a lookout. We haven't yeah, stepped in yet. We're looking around. Okay. Okay. What else are you guys doing? After uh, you guys uh, done looking around so bravely. I'd like to stealth my way into the room. Yes. Disable that alarm. <laughs> <laughs> With sword drawn, I, I purposely look forward to disabling the alarm. Oh, yeah. 22. 22? Okay, you're able to quietly make your way into the uh, the cabin. Um, and as you come in, you hear, Rat! Pieces of eight! And that's it. And after that, it's done and it looks like it's gone back to sleep. Wait, did you say pieces of hate or pieces of eight? Eight. Eight. Okay. Pieces of ass. <laughs> <laughs> You broke up. <laughs> Eight pieces of ass. <laughs> On squawking parrot. Okay. <laughs> now continue to move, move yeah. in. Okay. Um, and then are the two of you, uh, are, are the other two still kind of standing watch or what's going on with the two of you? Uh, I'm kind of like after hear, after you hear that noise. At that point, I'll, I'll walk in as well. Okay. Um, and then Dorian will stay out, and he has his back turned to the other guys, and he's just, like, looking out into the main cabin area. Okay. So, Dorian, while you're looking out, you don't see any motion after hearing that. Um, the, you know, you, you heard this squawk turn. Tensions, tensions were a little bit high, but after after that, no. Um, okay. So, uh, Alanon and Ellis, you guys are now in the room. Um, what would you guys like to do while you're in there? I want to get a little closer to that chest and see if it's unlocked. I want to check it for traps first, though. All right, go ahead and check for traps. That, would that be uh, dex or sleight of hand? To check for traps, you can use perception or investigation. Uh, okay, uh, 18. 18. Don't find any traps. Okay. Is it locked? Can I tell if, if it's, it's locked? locked? So in your investigation, you find that it's locked? but it's not trapped. Will you forgive me if I attempt to unlock this lock? Mm -hmm. Alanon? Go for it. Forgive me, 
for I have sinned. And I want to try. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> I want to try to pick the lock. Oh, even better. That's a. What do you want me to roll with that? Uh, slide a hand on that? Uh, Thieves Tools. I think we mentioned that you had proficiency in Thieves Tools, so it's Dex plus proficiency. Okay. Three, uh, two, six, five, twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Um, so you manage to wiggle around with your Thieves Tools, and you're able to unlock it. When you open it up, uh, you find uh, 200 silver pieces, a spear, a dagger, and the remains of a crossbow. Of a crossbow? Yeah. What part of the crossbow? Um, it is basically just the... So it's it's everything but the bow part. Okay. So I, I most of the mechanisms that... are there and stuff, but you don't have any of the nice bow stuff to actually make it fire. Okay, well, I'll grab the crossbow piece, and okay. I want to see what it feels like, because I have a crossbow as well, and I, I just want to... Because I'm familiar with them, I want to see what if it feels different or anything other than the bow being gone off it. Like, hmm, um, it feels so. One thing, it feels like uh, it is smoother and more polished. Like people, have, uh, someone has been taking very good care of it, um, and it also feels a little bit heftier than than yours. What do you think? I don't know if I just if I'm ready to take anything that we can't account for. I don't know how long this trip is going to be. Uh, we're here to find information. Uh, I mean, this isn't information. This is just junk. I'm here for a completely different reason right now. I would say just put it back if you don't feel comfortable, and we'll continue on. Uh, you said there was. Uh, what else was in the room? Sorry, there was. Uh, there's Another. a pewter mug, pewter flagon, there's uh, a table, a, uh, a hood and lantern, uh, a hammock, and then below the hammock was the chest. All right, let me go back uh, by the table and, and investigate what's on the table. And does he have any uh, drawers at his desk, or is it just like a plain, like, picnic table? Um, it is like a plain, um, like a coffee table or dining table kind of thing. So there's no drawers, nothing that he can hide in there. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll investigation. All right. Um, in the meantime, I need Ellis and Dorian to roll perception. And then, sorry, what did you get on your Ooh, investigation? Shit. Uh, yeah. 14. 14? All right. I can't see if that's a five or a six. Or... <laughs> Nine. Nine. <laughs> what did Dorian get? 19. 19. Okay, weirdly enough. Um, so, <laughs> Ellis, you don't really notice or hear anything. Um, Alanon, you're busy investigating the table, and you don't really find anything of, of value there other than the, the pewter mug, pewter mug, um, or sorry, I said pewter flag and pewter mug. Uh, but, Dory, you've had your eyes and ears on the lookout this entire time. Uh, and behind you, from inside the room, you hear someone calling out for help in Elvish. It's, this, it's the faintest noise. 
Yeah, as I hear that, I kind of just turn around real quick. Like, do you guys hear that? What do you hear, Dorian? Someone just asked for help. They're speaking Elvish. I don't speak Elvish, but I believe you. I don't know. I haven't where, had much where, time. Was it deeper first. in the ship? Or? It sounded like it came from the, somewhere in the room or somewhere close to this room. In in our room, he hears it? Yep. <clears throat> you know, I would like to, perhaps under the chest, maybe. I, I want to put my ear to the floor. Tell me where you hear it, Dorian. Uh, kind of look around, listen around. Go ahead and roll with advantage. So, uh, 20. 20? Okay. That's what they're doing. Um, wait, you rolled a 20? Okay, perfect. Yeah. So, while you're listening in, you actually don't necessarily hear it from below, but, again, sound travels better through some sort of medium, so while you put your ear to the wood, you do hear it. You do hear a no- the, the the noise that Dorian mentioned. You don't. You can't translate it. I, I'm assuming you don't speak Elvish, actually. Um, you can correct me if, if that's wrong. But you hear. I don't understand uh, you. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> you hear directly ahead of you at the back wall, so towards the aft again. Um, uh, someone repeating the same phrase over and over again. No. Like on the other side of the wall? Yeah. Hmm. Not the dividing wall between this cabin and the, and the other room, but on the back side, right? Uh, yeah, uh, on the on the back side of the wall. Okay, I want to... I think it's back here, Dorian. It sounds like it's coming through the wall back here. Okay. Uh, Dorian will go to the back of the room. Uh, he's kind of put his ear up against the wall and see if he can kind of like confirm that he heard it. And I'm going to close the door leading into this cabin. Okay. And then go ahead. Uh, sorry, where were we rolling again, Dorian? Uh, I guess another perception check. Oh, boy. Oof. 20. 20? Um, you're, you're following the noise uh, the way Ellis had described it to you. You're also following it from where you heard it before. And while you are kind of looking and pressing against the uh, the wall, you uh, push in a certain way that some of the wall gives way and s- starts to turn slightly. You see, you found a secret door. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to look at the bird, make sure it's still out. Uh, yeah, it is. Can I look at the cage? Like, see if there's anything on the bottom of the cage before we go through there. That door. Oh, yeah. Alan yeah. looks at this. <laughs> Eight. It's <laughs> oh, weird fetishes. Um, I'm gonna wear that bird, dude. <laughs> you 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 wasted a bunch of time digging through the bird shit. You're not able to find anything in there of value. Just a paper cut. <laughs> yeah. Paper this, cut. this tastes just like bird shit. What has this bird been eating? Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's very salty. Try it. <laughs> so the rest of you noticed that uh, Dorian has sort of pushed and uh, opened a a secret door. Behind the door is completely dark. There's no light coming from inside the room. Uh, 
Dorian. What do your elvish eyes see? What do I see? All right. So when you peek your head into the space, you open it just a crack so you can do so. You see in the darkness um, the the body of a. I should. I, I made it sound like it's dead. <laughs> you see the live body, body. of a sea elf that is chained to the floor. Uh, there's a there's a manacle and uh, chains uh, for each limb, so both arms, both legs, and he's basically tied down uh, to the floor, and he's not even looking forward, he's looking uh, down at the ground, um, and he's, again, saying help over and over again in Elvish. It's like, it's also taking a lot of effort for him. It's, it's like he's it's like he's running out of, his, his, his uh, throat has gotten very dry from saying it so many times at this point. What do you see? There's a, there's an elf in here. It's chained up. He's got manacles on him. Is there a barrel next to him? I don't see one now. <laughs> no barrel. Is he an angry <laughs> elf? <laughs> How big is the room in there? Is is it the only, is it the only thing in there? Is he yeah. the only thing in there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna go up to the elf and I'm just gonna whisper to him in Elvish, like, uh, I'm here. I'm here to help. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you bitch! <laughs> You're gonna give us away! <laughs> Dorian, what are you doing? We don't have time for more cargo. We're here for something else. Seems um, like a slave or a prisoner. We have to release him. That won't be noticed running around how he got free? What if he's not the only one? Then I'm if we kill him, one. they won't be out so much. <laughs> um... <laughs> While you uh, guys are both uh, gabbing, uh, the elf is going to respond to um, Dorian, and so Bill, he's excited to see someone else of his kind, someone else that's actually just not one of the pirates or the smugglers, um, and he'll, he'll say, uh, have, you, "Have you come to? Have you come to save me?" And then I, I respond back to him, "I, I don't know." Who, who are you? How did, how did you get here? I I volunteered to help with the ship. I was looking around one night and I, I, I found that they were um, smuggling some goods in, in in the build in the bilge, and then they next thing I knew I was knocked out and I found myself in this room. Alanon, what are they saying? Do you understand me, Alanon? I understand you. I don't. Does Alanon speak common? We're going to have a lot of things. He speaks common, but uh, at the same time, as they're going back and forth, he wants to actually grab the uh, hooded lantern and and walk inside and kind of get a better idea of what's inside with the elf. Alan, give me another religion check. No, that's fucking out of the tray. Oh, that is a six. (laughs) All right. Can't help you. Um... (laughs) Um, you, I mean, you think you notice something, but you're not sure where it is. You're not sure if it's in this room, another room, whatever's going on. But, you know, your spidey senses are, are tingling still. Um, <laughs> but not, not any differently than they were before. Um, okay, so you bring the, the lantern in, 
uh, you're able to illuminate the the room some. It, inside, you see this elf that has uh, bluish skin. He's got gills on either side of his neck um, and white hair. Um, his hands are only moderately webbed. Kind of fish person, huh? This, this elf, elf has been cursed. <laughs> um, at that point, seeing him, I would assume dehydrated, I actually want to uh, give him some water. Alright. Um, he, when you offer him water, he'll like greedily take the, I assume it's a water flask, yeah. uh, and drink it down. He'll empty it and return it to you. Um, and he'll, he'll say, and he's going to tell Dorian, at, again in Elvish, uh, my, my name is Oceanus. I, uh, I, I need... Uh, if, if, if you can free me, I, I, I promise I'll, I'll help you do whatever you want. I, I just want a chance to turn against my my captors. What is his name? Oceanus. O- Oceanus. Oceanus. <laughs> Oceanus. Oceanus. Well, I suppose we have another mouth to feed now. I'm telling you, if we let him loose. They're going to come down on us. This whole gig will be up. Yeah, but we can't leave him here. So I'm actually going to tell uh, Alanon and Ellis like what he's told me so far. It's like, it seems like he witnessed them smuggling something, and before he knew it, he was held captive, he was knocked out. Ask him what it was they were smuggling. Uh, I relate back to the Oceanus. Um, did you see what they were smuggling at all? <laughs> Yeah, I, I only saw it briefly. It looked to be scales of some sort. I assume spell components. Scales? Yes. I don't know what necessarily. I only saw a, a few scales before something struck me in the back of the head. Did they look like these? And he flexes his arm. <laughs> they were drug scales, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, I thought the other guy scales. <laughs> Assuming that information is related to him, it's like uh, if you are speaking in regards to scales that you find on a uh, on a creature as opposed to weights and balances, yes, that that is what they were like. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> scales that are like those of a person or a creature of some sort. Told you. So I had to flex. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he changed his mind because he saw that. <laughs> so. Oh. Should we free him? I say no. I say let him be. You can, you can unchain him, but tell him we'll be back for him. At least he knows the boat, though. Well, that's fine, but we could be on this boat for days. And we can have this guy... Blue skin, white hair, web feet, running around. I think he might know the his way about around the boat. I mean, he did work with them for a while before seeing what he probably shouldn't have. I I just don't think it's a wise choice until we get to Galen. That well, is all that matters to me. If we set him free and let him loose, at least that way they could probably consider it that he freed himself. 
I mean, the chains. What did he? How did he free himself with chains? Did he chew them off? Logistically, that's for them to figure out, not us. Well, tell him to at least hide his eyes and count to one hundred, and we'll go hide. (laughs) All right. Um. Well, Alanon or Alanon, (laughs) speaking to the third person. You can do that, man. Yeah. I do it all the time. I don't see any keys around here. At least try to pick his lock. Very well. I attempt his lock. Nine. All right. Um, you're not trying very hard, and you're not able to unlock his shackles. Encourage me better. <laughs> you can do this, little buddy. <laughs> I got faith in you. Ten. <laughs> really that, was that when you rolled on the dice or was that when you I got rolled total? a four the first time and a five oh. right now oh my god no. so my dex and proficiency it's plus five so it was nine the first time and ten the second time no, you don't do it <laughs> my heart's just not in it I can't what can uh, I say here you try and I give him the fix actually Alanon wants to turn to the Dorian and ask him to tell uh, what was his name again? Ocean Ass. Ocean Ass. Ocean Ass. Ask him if he knows anything about a man named Galen. Okay, so I turn to Ocean Ass. Like, do you know who Galen is? Have you heard of this name before? Have you seen them? Um, there's a drawn out pause um, and he turns to face you uh, and with like a look of dread in his eyes he says I've met him uh, and I think that's where we're going to end our session oh. see Alice you could positive ID this guy before we end it tell me what he said <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, he's met at that point, I rally up. No, take don't my bother. Tools, the call at this point. That's where you could end it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop the recording. <laughs>